Hey, Joshua. Hey. Do you know there are 900-year-old olive trees in Jerusalem? No. Hi, everyone. This is the Magnify Him Together Kids Daily Reading Podcast. I'm Uncle Paul, and I'm here with Joshua. Hi. Hi, Joshua. Let's take a short reading from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 9, and see if you can spot the connection to olive trees, all right? There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of Yahweh as the waters cover the sea. Joshua, did you see in Isaiah chapter 11 an olive tree? Well, I saw parts of an olive tree. Okay, what parts? Well, I saw a branch and roots, and I saw a branch and some roots. Yeah. And a stem, I guess. And a stem. In fact, do you see that word rod? It means a twig or a, or a shoot. So if you were to look at pictures of an olive tree uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, in fact, I'm going to bring one up for you, and if you at home, get your parents to do a search for olive trees in the Garden of Gethsemane. I want you to take a look at these pictures, okay? Hmm. They look really not very tall. Right, do you see how wide they are? And do you see how big, that big trunk looks almost dead? Yeah, it looks dead. But what do you see coming out of the side of it? A, an alive branch. That's right. And this is this picture of this tree. Now, out of this root, there is a stem. And who is that stem, does it say in verse 1? From the stem of Jesse. All right. And out of that stem of Jesse, there is a twig. Isn't there? Yeah. So, out of... Who, who is Jesse? Jesse was David's father. Oh. So, out of that family... We talk about that, don't we? We talk about a family 
tree,、mm-hmm. don't we? And you keep going back until you find the root. Well, out of that root, and it goes back before David, doesn't it? It goes back、yeah. before Jesse, doesn't it?、Mm-hmm. It goes all the way back to, you know whom? Who was the father of the nation of Israel? Well, Abraham. Abraham. And out of that, there's going to be a twig, a branch, right? And that branch, it says, is going to have the spirit of Yahweh resting upon him. Now, who are we talking about? Who had the spirit of Yahweh rest upon him? In fact, it came down in the form as a dove. It's, I think it's Jesus. That's right. And that is the twig that is being prophesied. This little branch. In fact, in Zechariah, he's called the branch. And the spirit rests upon him. But when you think of the spirit, sometimes we can think of just this almighty power of God that is used to do miracles. But do you know what it's mentioned? What, what is the spirit that's mentioned in verse 2? The spirit of wisdom and understanding, and counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Yeah. So, do you know what the spirit is here? It's all about your character. So, the spirit that it chooses to mention, and yes, Jesus had the power of God, but we also knew that Jesus, Jesus even noted that people might be amazed by the power of God, but they were changed by the word of God. Yeah. So, He talks about the character, and so it tells us what the character of Jesus would be. And we know that from what we read in the New Testament, that that's what it was wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of Yahweh. In verse 3, he will be of quick understanding, he will not judge after the sight of his eyes or the reproving or reprove after the hearing of his ears. So here's a question What does it mean to judge after the sight of the eyes? Or reprove after the hearing of the ears. That's what you normally use to judge, don't you? Yeah, because it's only what you can see and hear.、Mm-hmm. Now, if you look in verse 4, it's contrasted with something else. So he won't do judgment that way, but he will do it in verse 4 using what? What's that big with word? Equity? Yes, equity. And before that, righteousness. righteousness. So it's being right with God, right? So judging by the sight of the eyes and the hearing of the ears isn't always right. And I'll give you an example.、Uh, the Bible says that the first person to tell a story sounds right, but then the other st- side of the story comes up, right? There's always、yeah. two sides of a story. We know this, right? Whether you're playing or you're with your siblings or with someone else. Right? Oh, he did this to me. And then you find the other side of the story, which is well, actually, the other person did something else or you know, something. You know what I mean? There's always、yeah. another side of the story. And so, what he's saying is, Jesus isn't going to be tricked by missing details. Yeah. He's not going to be tricked by somebody telling a story that sounds really good or, oh, but. But I never get to do anything I want. And then you feel bad. And somebody tells you a little story that makes you feel like, oh, well, I guess I should do it because, you know, it sounds like that's nice. When it's not maybe the right thing to do. And that's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. So Jesus isn't going to be deceived. He's going to know right into truth, into the heart, knowing all things, and be able to. Do what is right. And he's going to judge the poor. And the poor usually don't have the money to get a lawyer or somebody that can defend them and make, think up a really good story to win 
people's favor, right? So he's going to defend the people that have no one to defend them. In fact, he's going to reprove with equity. You know what equity is? What word does it sound like? E Equation or equal? Equal. He, so he's going to do he's going to do judgment in a way that is equal or fair, mm -hmm. right? And he's going to bring equity, fairness for the meek of the earth, those that are teachable. He shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. So we have the promise in Isaiah's day. And if we've been following the readings in Isaiah, things were pretty bad in Israel at the time, weren't they? In Judah. Yeah. Right? He said from the foot to the top of the head, it was all full of rottenness and, and there was no soundness in the nation, right? Yeah. And so imagine they're looking for justice. Now, we might not get justice in this life, right? In fact, it's really frustrating when we don't get justice, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what this promises is that Jesus will bring fairness. And you know what the effect of that fairness is? In, because Jesus will be a righteous king? Peace. Peace, yeah. There won't be, because no one, they'll be content with it. Because even if they have a really good lawyer, He'll see past the, all the floating words and the flattering of the lips. Yeah, exactly. And there'll be peace in every aspect. And people will see that. Look, it uses an example, right? And this almost this parable of the wolf lying with the lamb, right? You get this idea of something vicious. It's not going to hurt, right? The things that typically one would be a victim, right? If you had a, yeah. a bear and you had a calf... You, what? Who's going to win? Well, if you had it right there and you put it beside, you go three, two, one, go, and in about less than five minutes, the calf would not be there be existing. Yeah. So it wouldn't, so that's what happens, right? And sometimes we feel, sometimes we're the bear, sometimes we're the cow, right? Sometimes we suffer yeah. the injustice. And this is saying that all of these things are going to be dealt with. And do you know why they're going to be dealt with in verse 9? I think this is the most exciting thing. It tells us how we can get peace and justice. They shall not hurt nor destroy in my holy mountain. It says. Yeah, why? For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. So do you know what's going to bring peace? Knowledge of Yahweh, of His ways and His characters, mm -hmm. of what's right. Once we see that, like we saw it in Jesus, imagine if everybody was like that. And that was the rule. And that was what was the basis of all judgment, fairness, understanding, wisdom, counsel, righteousness. That would be pretty amazing. Yeah. So as we go through this week, Joshua, and we think about maybe the times when we don't get what we think is fair, when things don't go our way, or we look at the world and everybody's uncertain because of what's happening in Israel, what's happening in our own nation, what's happening with COVID, what's happening with injustice, we can remember that God has promised to send a twig, a branch, someone that he has given his spirit, who has the full character of God and that will return soon to bring justice and righteousness. He will bring fairness and with all of that, 
the result will be peace because the whole earth will begin to be filled with the knowledge of Yahweh as the waters cover the sea. Sound good? Yeah. I'd like to live in that. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Magnify Him Together Kids Daily Reading Podcast. We hope you have a fantastic week and you enjoy reading these exciting messages from Isaiah. And we hope that we won't have another podcast, but that instead Jesus will return. Bye.